here we are. Here we are. It's it. You know, the podcast is called Big and Hungry. It sure is, Brian. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to speak so. Long. No, it's okay. And and we're you know spiritually. I mean, I'm big, and I you know I'm big. I'm always hungry. It's like Brian's got a big personality, and you're always hungry. I'm always hungry. I'm yeah. always down. Yeah, yeah. Point me to the buffet. There's nothing really big and hungry about either one of us, but I mean, you know, metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically, so we get some shit for the title. I know Brendan's dumped on the title, but I always thought of it as like, we want this podcast to be big and we're hungry enough to do what it takes to make it one of the best podcasts ever. Is that how you're thinking? That's how I fucking look at it. I don't think of it that way. I just thought it'd be stupid to call it big and hungry. (laughs) I was like, let's let's call it big and hungry. And everybody's like, that's terrible. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, then you guys, it's kind of catchy. It's super stupid. It's either American. I wanted big and hungry or American boner. So, (laughs) you know, either one is outstanding. Boner alert. That could have been a good one. Yeah, but American boner, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little much. Uh, All I smell is grease. And this is your dream, right? For me- I don't eat this stuff. I'll tell you what I'm doing right now. Can you put in a glow? I was just thinking. Yeah. Like, like the Ark of the Covenant, Raiders of the Lost Ark, just this yellowish glow. Ask me what up. I had so far today. What have you had to eat so far today? Um, I had egg whites and spinach, yeah. all right? And I had some cod liver oil, all right? Then I had a cup of coffee mm-hmm. with some grass-fed cream in it. Now, I played a lot of tennis, a lot of tennis. This morning? Okay, yeah. Made a lot of noise, came off the ground. I swing all the way through, okay? okay. I swing all the way through as though, as though there are no consequences, okay? If, if, if okay. You, yeah. If you want to return my, my topspin, if you want to return my topspin, be be off the court. Be back. Get back. Go, go back. When Babe Ruth would hit home runs, he'd yeah. go, it's the same thing, bro. You're standing too close. Get You're not going to get, it's going to bounce over your head because yeah. I come over the ball. Okay. I don't hit the ball flat. Right now, um, I came home. I had some. I had some bib lettuce. Yeah, I had some bib lettuce that was a purple, a uh, purplish color. Sure. So there's a lot of iron. My body and I. And then I had some white anchovies. Right. Yeah. So my body is bursting. It's fucking <laughs> bursting with vitamin D three, with riboflavin. Yeah. With who knows what I'm bursting with? It's great, man. But all the nutrients are yeah. okay with me because I don't eat starch and protein anymore. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I don't mix my starches. Uh huh. I don't mix my proteins. Right. Okay. If you see me eating a steak, know that it's going to be complemented by nothing else right. other than maybe one glass of red wine. Mm-hmm. And arugula. Great. You know, you know what I did? Yeah. I chewed on some frozen placenta. Yeah. And I popped a centrum silver. Wow. And I, I normally would have centrum, but I ran out and I went into your closet and I saw you had centrum silver. Yeah. Because you're that's at that not, age. No. We're I not fighting. <laughs> I don't take multivitamins. What are you doing with this stuff here? So this is, we, we've talked quite a bit about, by the way, your day is great. I woke up at 1030. Yeah. I did not play tennis. Yeah. And I woke up and brought us some breakfast. Took a long nap yesterday, too. I took a long nap ski. Yeah. yeah. I'm like a you cat. Slept. I'm the cat of comedy. You are a, you're a true sleep. you're a true house cat, and that's all good. Yeah, <laughs> you're a house cat. And <laughs> right. I've never seen anything but like that. Let me it outside. I want to go outside. I wanna Well, yesterday you had your your lovely friend Dallas. You yeah. guys came over a couple clean cut kids. You yeah. can't you had some pizza while you watched that great movie Miracle. Oh, one of the greatest films. I, I don't care. You could play Miracle 
a hundred times and a hundred times, I will cry the minute Herb Brooks walks away from everybody and goes into the back hallway and crouches down and just cries. I started crying. That is... Did you see me cry? I, 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 I couldn't look at you. Yeah. And I was glad you didn't look at me because I was full on. It was like the notebook for men. Well, I, I, turned to, I turned to Steve and I said, you know, people who badmouth the United States for all its shortcomings forget that we're also a country that creates miracles, that creates... Let's just start with the fucking great movies that have come out of this incredible country yeah. in the past hundred years. The movies that made you believe everything and anything was possible if you had a dream and you put your mind to it. Yeah. And everyone, I mean everyone, is Americans, I don't care what your color, at least knows that if you you have the potential. It may be harder for you than some other people mm -hmm. but everyone believes they have the potential to be something special that is That's the right. american dream and if we lose that we don't have america anymore and movies capture that movies capture the underdog the underdog doing the impossible and that's what miracle is about and i texted my buddy gavin o'connor who did that movie yeah and i because I, I went to the premiere of that movie and i just said i said bubba i forgot what a, what a great director you are because that's a great job oh god between warrior and miracle <sighs> those two films if you're a man and you want to isolate yourself and have a weep fest <sighs> order a deep dish pan pizza and have a weep fest or or bib lettuce and some anchovies whatever you want to do yeah and then you go figure skating afterwards god but if you want it, to be Steve. a man uh so this this is what we're doing today you and i have very different diets and yeah. by the way i saw my face the still of episode five, where I'm like leaning in, and my face is so fucking puffy. Yeah, I'm like, I've got to stop this. That's the so. This is my swan song. Okay, bib lettuce tomorrow. Yeah, but today we're going out in style. Now I thought I would get you some of my greatest hits. <laughs> I would get you some of my greatest hits. Yeah, if your body is a temple, mine is a truck stop on I-80. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do today. We're gonna take a bite of each one of these, okay? And I just want you to savor and see if you enjoy the delectable delights that I And I'm going to choose which I like the most. And you will choose. Okay, so what we did is um we're going to go through and we're just going to nuke these for a few seconds, but I got the Burger King original chicken sandwich. The horizontal it's about a probably an 8-inch sandwich. Yeah. It's simplistic. It's a chicken patty, mayo and lettuce. Uh, a sesame seed, almost kind of like French bun. And it's, I think it's one of the greatest sandwiches in fast food ever. Really? I swear to God. Can I start? Well, <laughs> then we got the In-N-Out Animal Style Burger. Yeah. Which I'm sure you're familiar I, with. I, I eat California. Those. That I eat. When you go to McDonald's, what's tried and true? The number one? Big Mac. The Big Mac. That's yeah. right. And I worked at a country club in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where the inventor of the Big Mac uh, was a member. He was the big celebrity in town. Wow. So when he came in, it's like, guys, he's here, he's here. <laughs> And you come to Hollywood. That's a, that's a bit of a work later. of genius. Yeah. If you invented the Big Mac, that's that's a that's a work of genius because I like a Big Mac. And then we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit. Everybody I know across the board, whether you're a health nut or you're you eat like you're a raccoon in a dumpster, yeah. like myself. Uh, everybody loves Chick Fil A. My wife even loves Chick Fil A. Yes. She, she's not yes. a fast food fan. So I got us the original chicken sandwich and then some nuggets to to nosh on okay. as well. Um, By the way, I had Steve gave me I had a sip of Mexican Coke yesterday a cold mexican coca-cola and i told you beforehand don't cultural appropriate but let's make if you're gonna that's what time. you do because that there's no better drink than that now i oh. think you down two of them well my son had 
old bit. My son went, there's yeah. Coke. And he looked like he looked like a shark that just saw like a wounded seal. And I had to give him a little. He looked like a I'm stripper one of those dads that just saw like, a yeah. group of businessmen come in. And it's like the eyes light up. It's like, okay, time to go to work. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> you are correct. I've seen that look before. Yeah. And uh, and uh, thank you for ruining everything. Can uh, I tell you the worst look a stripper can have Tuesday, three in the afternoon, dancing and looking at herself in the mirror. <laughs> And ignoring everybody. I've seen that look many a time in my 20s. Oh, God. Oh, God. That is, I've been to, I, I went into a strip club once in the valley at like yeah. two in the afternoon. I don't go to strip clubs. I don't go to strip clubs. I right. never do. And I, I went in, I was, I had time to kill and I was in San Fernando Valley and I was, I was parked listening to a book on tape and there was a strip club and I was like, I'm going to go in there. Yeah. I'm going to go in there and see what that's like. And uh, yeah, yeah, that that's what it's like. That's, it's just. And how long did you guys date for? It's just regret. Yeah, I ended up dating. <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, they asked me, this girl asked me what I did. And I told her I was a, I was a porn uh, producer. I just yeah. want to see what they'd say. I said, I, I was a stuntman. Now I'm producing porn. <laughs> you had to I had to. Man. I just wanted to hear. And they had so the many Lee questions. majors of pornography. One girl yes. said, I want to get into that. And I said, don't do it. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, it was it didn't go well well i think what do you think should we start and by the way i would like you yeah as though we're in a refined uh environment i'd like you to cleanse your palate with a in and out maybe coke oh really uh in between each bite so this is an in and out maybe coke right. this is an in and out coca-cola i have my mcdonald's up there i had that earlier yeah um what would you like to start with i want to start with the burger king chicken okay we'll go with burger king chicken do you All want right. to let, should we nuke let's let's nuke this just to these things never taste good when they're cold. Let's, you want, let's, it's not. Let's it's it's warm. pretty warm. Let's get them warm. It's warm. I want you to do it the right way. I don't like uh, nuking it because All I right, feel like mind. it's gonna. It'll change the the taste of it. Oh, you have one too. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, oh, I'm doing this with you, know. Anthony. You have one too, dude. Here. That's a heavy sandwich. Goddamn. Okay. okay. That's a heavy sandwich. All right. Now this is my favorite. This yeah. is literally one of my favorite sandwiches okay. in the world. And so ready. The Burger King chicken sandwich. I'm looking at you, like when you tell somebody it's my favorite song. Are you listening to the words? Mm. Ryan, are you listening to the words? Oh my God. It just hits you. Here's the thing. Oh, here we go. I'm very happy with the bun. But it's the all bun. bun. It's a tight, it's a tight, it's a tight, uh, a tight meat. I like a tight meat. What I do like you mean the, a tight meat? It's perfectly breaded. Mm -hmm. So it makes me want to take a second bite. That's when you know you did your job. Okay. So I'm, okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say bravo on that. All right. I'm gonna say I understand. I get it. You get it. I get it. It's 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 mostly bread. It's mostly bread, it's but it's the salt. It's the perfect combination of salt. So you eat for you eat for texture, but that's good stuff. All right. Now, am I gonna free bite? You did. I understand. And she's not going anywhere. She's gonna stay right here with me. Yes, <laughs> okay. she is. Here's okay, now baby goes. Now what do we got? You don't want to nuke any of these? I mean, I don't think we need to. Where is the nuke? Where I feel is... like it's in the it's in the office, but I feel like if you nuke like uh in it changes and out fries, the taste, it's gonna be gross. Yeah, it's gonna change the taste. Now, here we go. Okay. So this is the this is the uh in and out burger. Is the in and out animal style? It's not animal style. It's an animal style. Uh... It's animal style. Okay. And you guys want one? 
Yeah. Can you pass that back to Anthony? I'll take, I'll take one. This is the creme de la right. creme of all burgers, I yeah. believe. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. It's the greatest when you see the cheese melted between the two patties. And by the way, here's the thing about in and out You can get a 3x3, a 4x4, three three, a 5x5. Four four, five five. Do you know what that is? No. This is this is a double, double, double. If you get a three by three, they put on three patties: a four yeah. by four, four patties, five by five, five patties. Jesus Christ! All right, right. Pickle, lettuce, tomato, animal style sauce, which is basically I think Thousand Island with a bunch of grilled onions. And I want to pick my first bite carefully because I want to go in. Where, oh, look at that bite there, right there. Here we go. Ah. I mean, mm. I mean, it's fucking fantastic. Don't chew into the mic. People hate it. Huh? I'm alive. Mm -hmm. I'm alive. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You know what it is? They toast the bun. They do a great job toasting the bun. And you really taste the cheese, the melted cheese. Mm -hmm. And grilled onions. This isn't like they just chopped them and threw them on there. And they're cold and they're real onion tasty. This is something special. You know what their secret is to their uh, the patties? Is before they put them on the grill, they cover them in mustard. Really? Yeah. Here's the secret of their patties. What? Here's the secret they of their patties. They cover them in mustard. Their cows are happy and they grow their own cows for their chain. So those cows are, yeah, they grow their own cows. And so when you get other burgers, they come from, the cows come from all over the world. You don't even know. They just mix it together. Not... Not in and out. That's why I got a lot of time for them. What's this next thing? It's more and in and out. In the middle, under the cup. Yeah. You ever notice that? What's at the bottom? Nah. Read it. John. Oh, it's it's John eight sixteen. So it's a biblical. Three sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So these the fries from In and Out they're bullshit. They don't know how to do fries. They, they just they the last a mouth. they huh? last a whole two minutes and then they're not. They're good. not good. Even when they're fresh, they Fuck suck. You. Now, fuck you. No, I'm just saying. Their I'm sorry, Steve. Fresh cut. That's bullshit, man. They got fries have got to be crispy, bro. They're not crispy. It's bullshit. You're bullshit. They're bullshit. I'm done. I'm fucking insulted. And now I'll get the receipt out and show you what you owe me for this fucking. Oh, bill. come on. Hold on. All right, now. Now what else we got? We got the Big Mac. By the so, way, you've taken one bite. I I I, ta I took one bite, but that that I've, I've eaten half of each each one of my sandwiches. I appreciate. Steve, do you think if you could, you could eat everything on this? Table? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You think you can eat all this stuff on the table? Um, it's easy to do. I see think now, I could. See now, this is the Big Mac. Well, I can you. already tell that the 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 patty sucks. <laughs> what are you talking about? The it's patty a bullshit sucks. patty. I hate free shit too, Brian. McDonald's Jesus is bullshit. Christ. All right, I'm mean, here. We go. Come on. It's bullshit. Fuck you. Big Macs are bullshit. No, they're not. No. Nah. Compared to In-N-Out, it's a bullshit burger. Why? Because. Hold on. I'm going to take a bite myself. Because the patty tastes like this fucking napkin. It tastes like this fucking napkin with special sauce on it. I'm going to tell you what happens when I bite into McDonald's. I'll tell you. Mm. I got to wash me. down. I gotta wash down my Big Mac with a real burger. Hold on. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey man, fuck you. Mm -hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm. This is this sauce on this 
really does make it. I get it. There's a little too much bread, but when you bite into a Big Mac, I become an eight-year-old. Hey, bro. I'm an eight-year-old on a plastic seat with my dad. If burgers played a, if burgers had a played a game, making fucking, and they were athletes, that Big Mac wouldn't get off the fucking bench. It wouldn't even be on the team. The Big Mac would be like, hey, Big Mac, where's my fucking water? The Big Mac is the Muhammad Ali of burgers. Because if there's no Big Mac, there's no In-N-Out, there's no BK, it starts and ends with McDonald's. So you mm. watch your goddamn mouth. You Maybe you should watch uh, Ray Kroc, the founder, with Michael Keaton, also from Pittsburgh. Maybe. And get hip with what an inno innovator he was in terms of fast food. Whatever. Whatever. So is so is Ford, but I don't buy Fords, although I'm going to get that Bronco. All right. Uh, McDonald's. I'll tell you what McDonald's wins at. Fries. Even You're though these right. are soggy. It's okay, though. Look. Yeah. May I have that? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. All right. Anybody now, here's the real test. The real test is Chick-fil-A versus a Burger King. You like the Burger King the best? In terms of what? In terms of like their their uh, chicken sandwich, because I got my Chick Fil A here. Um, well, let me take a bite. Yeah, I also got us some nuggets too. Brian, you are <laughs> plowing through this, by the way. Thanks. Hey, Steve, how do you feel about Chick Fil A breakfast, though? I don't fuck with breakfast at all. People are like, oh, we we don't serve. You know, a travesty is when I wake up before eleven, and it's like, oh, we only serve breakfast. We don't serve lunch until 11. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> it makes me angry. But this sandwich. By the way. All you need is one pickle. I got Chick-fil-A over Burger King all fucking day. You're not going to put Chick-fil-A sauce on it, though? I mean, I feel like that's what makes it. To me. Mm. The Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm. Would you get barbecue? Barbecue? Yeah. This is great. Yeah. That's, a, that's a nice That's a nice spice. It's got a nice little bite to it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. so simple. Yeah. I'm still going back. At the end of the day, I'm still going back to my fucking... I'm still going back to my In-N-Out. Mm -hmm. When is the last time you ate fast food? Mm. Prior to this. How often in a year will you eat fast food? Once. What? <laughs> we had In-N-Out last week. The only and the only burger I'll have March, so that's probably the only March. time I'll have fast food is a protein style In and Out burger. Are you crazy? Once all the times you travel, mm -hmm. all the cities you go to, mm -hmm. you get in late at night. Mm -hmm. You'd rather not eat mm -hmm. than go to McDonald's or Arby's or Taco Bell or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? I can't. Chipotle. I couldn't. The only thing you'll catch me doing is Chipotle. That's not fast food. Exactly. Unless there's something you can dip in ranch dressing, it's not fast food. It's like golf's not a sport. Any sport where you wear slacks. Come on, dude. To compete. Come on, I bro. get it, but I don't get it. You don't play golf? I'm surprised you don't play golf. I love golf. golf. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's not I a, think it's yeah. a skill. Yeah, it's a skill. That's, a, that's probably you a good compete way against it. yourself. As uh, yeah. This is fucking great. I'm so happy right now. Yeah, see... I'm I'm all right. Like if you played Attack of the Clones right now, I'd be like, I I could die. 
So explain to me why you like this stuff so much with all the incredible food out there in the world. Wait a minute. Is this a McDonald's crispy sandwich? Oh, no, this, this bullshit. Now, I like the milkshakes. Oh, I got us in and out milkshakes because yeah. you got to you got to end with dessert. I'm going to have oh, a little bit. Great. Oh, I got a Chick-fil-A nuggets. That's goddamn good. It's the best. Yeah. It's fucking good. The best milkshake ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at me. How happy are you? <laughs> I I don't like any of it. Are you serious? I mean, it's you're good. Not, you're not kind of, like, this doesn't make you... This is a lo- fundamental difference between you and me. You eat, my friend, for texture and salt. You like, you like the texture of something, you like the fat, and you like the salt, and you like the sugar. I like it all. Yes. Me, I like, there's other considerations on the palate. And I think this all comes down to what kind of a palate you have and how you grew up. Remember, I grew up eating Arabic and Indian food and Greek food, you know. So when you're around that food that's been around a long time, that's made from scratch, from fucking scratch. Yeah. Then you come to, and then you eat this stuff that's that's in that oil. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard adjustment. I'm, not, I'm I'm quietly trying not to judge everyone. Me. Yeah, I love every second of this. But that chicken Chick Fil A is good. I will say, after having bit the original chicken sandwich from Burger King, and then going into a Chick Fil A, there is a remarkable difference between the two. Yeah, dude. So Chick Fil A is way better. Gun to my head, it's like, well, yeah, I got it. I would have. You got to go with Chick Fil A. But look at this. I love like bites like this, where you see, <laughs> yeah, where the chick, the chicken patty is playing peekaboo with you. It's yeah. like I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> and then I see like a little sliver of pickle in there. I know it's like, oh, the pickle's gonna be in this bite too. This is a great bite. Do you, tried, do you do that? I you talk to it. You're like, you hiding from me, pickle? You hiding <laughs> from me? Little, little bashful pickle. I see you. I see you. Yeah, you, you little deer, and I'm the wolf. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I will sing Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran as I take a... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Chick-fil-A's uh, nuggets are outstanding. Oh, right. I'll eat those all day. Now, when is the next time you would eat fast food after this meal? When we never do this again. <laughs> You'll never do this again? No, it's good. Cartoy, I've never done this in my life. The problem is that it's all, all right. hmm. it all blends into one. No, it doesn't. But the winner is in and out. Second place is Chick Fil A. Third place is Burger King, and a distant fucking fourth is McDonald's across the board. Okay. Big Macs are. Hey man, how about I take a brown napkin and I put. Special sauce on it. Sorry, man. If this is the Olympics, yeah. Guess what? Can I give these to you? I'm super thirsty now because of all the sodium cutting through my body. If this is the Olympics, yeah. There's a podium. Uh huh. For me, mm-hmm. participation trophies across the board. They're all winners. Really? They're all winners. I love them all. Okay. And I will 
Sorry, Here's the question. If you have to if you have to choose to eat one of these every your whole life, you got one choice. You got one choice. You can have the soda or the milkshake. The milkshake for sure. The milkshake for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Even after a hot jog. That's fair. After a hot jog of milkshake. Nothing I enjoy more than a hot jog <laughs> and a milkshake. A jog around the neighborhood, I gotta cool it down. Here. With a juicy chocolate milkshake, yeah. All right. And then so so the milkshake, then then what is the sandwich? Here, I'm gonna throw you for a, a curveball, you right? Yeah. Only because it's not within the vicinity, either an Arby's gyro or beef and cheddar. It is my go-to. So from Arby's. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? I, I don't know. Why do you say it with disdain? I'm judging you. Uh, you want me to get rid of this? Fuck no. Oh, you're going to eat it. I'm going to finish. Here's what I'll say. To agree with what you were saying. Yeah. I am going to finish my In-N-Out Double-Double. That's what I mean. So dude. I think you're. You can't argue with In-N-Out. They take too much time with, with their fucking meat. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's yes. the quality of the meat. If you have good meat, all you need is salt and pepper, maybe a little garlic. The rest is how you prepare it. There's nothing worse than McDonald's cold fries, though. No, it's all bullshit, for, dude. It's all bad food. It's bullshit. It's great. I got this stuff running through my veins now. I was bursting with fucking riboflavin, etc. Yeah. And phytonutrients grown from the ground. Well, and now you, had to get, you got to turn me on to shit that's been slaughtered six months ago. We'll get some fruit in a factory. We'll, we'll get you back on track. Okay? I ain't doing that either. That was the first time I've ever had a Big Mac. <clears throat> really? Yeah. What did you think? Don't like it. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm sorry. Hey, Fuck you. I'm sorry. It's big and hungry. This was the true big and hungry podcast. We had a lot of fast food. Oh, you, you, uh, oh my god! You say you can run to a wall, but the problem is you're all full, and now you're gonna have to take a nappy poo. You're gonna take a long siesta, Mm -mm. and then you're gonna go. You're gonna go under. You're a little, you're a little house cat. One thing I didn't see on here, Steve, was Taco Bell. So, what would you have gotten from Taco Bell and forced Brian to eat? Well, I've taken a few things off the menu. Which has been very disappointing due to COVID, but what they take off the menu due to COVID? They had a lot of pressed burritos. They would put in a press and then bring it down and almost have these grill marks on them and soften up the burrito shell so it's crunchy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love this food. I know. All I'm doing. All I'm doing is going. Ah, it's going to take a long time to work through my body. I took some bites. I took some bites. I'm like, ah, it's gonna take a long time. I got, I got the fucking, I got, I got cows from all over the world in my body right now. <laughs> These fucking cows were killed six months ago, ground up in a giant fucking factory, frozen, boxed uh. up, and shipped everywhere, and it doesn't matter. And and then and then they were they were dethawed and cooked on a fucking on a flat grill that's super hot. And then put between uh, between two buns that aren't even wheat. They feel like they're made of synthetic sponge. The whole thing was formulated in a lab. I do feel terrible. I feel great. And I'm so happy right now that literally I could reach here and eat or drink. Reach here, eat and drink. Like it's across my It's just all it's just all sugar. Uh, caramel coloring. Yeah. 
This is wonderful. And this is a great day. But I am I'm gonna go out in style. I'm gonna get healthy after this. No more pizza. I had five slices of pizza last night. My face was so puffy from yesterday. Where? And then he goes like this. Joe's he goes, pizza. We're gonna go walk to get some ice cream. And he went to salt and straw. And, and that was closed. closed. And then at went, eleven in the at night. I went to a pharmacy and got um Pepto Bismol. Got the uh <laughs> ice cream. Got what Tums. Are, what's it called? The uh drumstick? I got a drumstick, yeah. I got a drumstick. Never, never fails. Drumstick solid. It's reliable. I gotta get a toothpick. All right, we're back. Oh. Uh, okay, no more of that for me. Okay. For Kid Dynamite took yeah. a took it all and threw it away for us. Huh. Hey, a shout out to Kid Dynamite and Brian Johnson for our new sign, right here. Awesome sign. I love this. I, I was like. I was like, my girlfriend, I was, she was showing me this pink, and I was like, I don't like pink. And then I now I like pink. <laughs> it looks I great. I like pink. It looks great. It looks strong. It, it pops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Uh, how you doing over there, huh? Got a bunch of sugar. You just feel good having just all that sugar running through your body. I feel so happy. Yeah? It just give me a PlayStation controller right now. Let me play some Battlefront or NHL. Okay, so let's talk about this. Yeah. So... I can't, what do you want to know, Brian? I can't Talk do that me. stuff. <sighs> I can't do any of that stuff. Ew. I feel like I always have to be learning something so I can be ready for the fight. You don't look at it that way. <laughs> What's the fight? The fight is bad ideas that are taking over the world, and I feel like I got to be, I got to be schooled in 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 their philosophy yeah. and then my philosophy, mm -hmm. so that I can pit my. So I don't have the, well. The enemy is crouching. Remember Apocalypse Now? Yep. Charlie's getting stronger the whole mm -hmm. time. I'm sitting here wasting away in this in this hotel room. Yep. Charlie's in the bush getting stronger, waiting. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Not Charlie, but just I feel like I feel like the enemy is coming no matter what so i ain't got time sure to smoke weed to eat junk food and to play video games mm -mm. daddy's got to go down the youtube rabbit hole mm -hmm. on everybody from soren kierkegaard to heidegger to jacques derrida to foucault to all the rest of them so i can mount my defense yep. that the individual must reign supreme over the collective all right then <laughs> every time you talk about coming together and being all collective and yep. sacrificing you're really talking about taking the people that stand out that make a difference mm -hmm. that come up with things like your fucking iphone etc and cures for diseases because they sit there and grind all day yep you're talking about keeping them down that, you know, the tallest poppy gets chopped down, keep everybody the same height, yep. keep all the nails the same height. <laughs> Fuck you. America's yep. great because we allow flowers that, you know, want to grow and reach the sun and do what it takes to get taller. You understand me? <laughs> I use a lot of flower metaphors, bros yeah. and gals. Well, mm -hmm. while the war of ideology is occurring, yeah. I will be... Sitting somewhere, dipping shit in barbecue sauce, going, all right, you two fight it out. And when yep. the dust settles, I'll treat to Arby's. January. Yeah. February. I don't care. We waited for this. It's March! Madness! <laughs> yeah! 
I want to watch a bunch of college kids run around all kinds of crazy. Yeah, pass that ball. Come on, put some mustard on them passes. Did you miss it after all that practice because you choked? Well, of course you did because your prefrontal cortex ain't developed yet, which means you're impulsive and crazy, which makes March Madness in some ways the most exciting sporting event ever. You know why? Because anything can happen. Because it's very difficult to predict. Because they're kids and they're hungry, but they're also, well, they make mistakes, don't they? And sometimes you can get into somebody's kitchen. You know how you got a kitchen? Everybody's got a kitchen, right? You got your house, that's your brain, and sometimes you think everything is locked up, but everybody leaves a little window open like a little window open in the yeah. back and if you're a kid and you're an athlete you're going to find that window and you can slip into that window and get into their heads if you know <laughs> what I mean you get into their heads and that's what happens in March Madness yeah. that's why it's such a fun thing to bet on because anything can happen it's exciting and March Madness has officially begun and it's time for you to shoot your shot score big on the non-stop action with my bookie yeah. All you got to do, you go to there. Look, you select the winners from 63 tournament games in the My Bookie bracket contest for a chance at $10,000. And how much do I put down? Uh, a dollar. What? It takes a dollar to enter. One buck. Yeah. Then you can put on whatever you want, but it's, it takes a dollar to enter. And it doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My Bookie has got you covered. You understand? Mm. Sign up today mybookie.ag mybookie.ag and use promo code big and hungry b big a n d hungry not big with the and sign right big a n d big a big a n d hungry big and hungry all right and um you secure a deposit bonus of up to $1000 that's a deposit mm -hmm. bonus you can secure up a deposit. Let me say it again. You can secure a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Any more questions, Steve? Uh, any other facets I might dive, invest my, my dollar into? Well, Where else can I go? Well, you don't have to go to college ball, even though it's March Madness. Gotcha. Maybe your game is NHL. Maybe, Bang! Maybe it's NBA. Boom! I don't know. No matter the sport, no matter the minute, from tip off to buzzer, mybookie.ag puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting, dude. Love it. Promo Bet code. anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Mybookie.ag, promo code big, big and hungry. A-N-D hungry. This is what happens when you put a quarter in them. Uh-huh. I get excited. Off to the races. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go do some betting. See, see, here's the other thing. When I see a guy like Conor McGregor, the, 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 the spirit that got him there. Mm-hmm. You see that you see how thin and hard he is. Any of those fighters, any of those fighters, Israel Adesanya, uh, Piet, Piotr Jan, any of those, do any fighter like that. Um, and you see their bodies, and you see like Khabib Nur Nurmagomedov, and you see his body, and you see the courage it takes to step into the fucking round, into the round. Yeah. One of the few of the true, one of the few of the true. Who says, I alone here stand and I will, I will impose my will or I will die on my shield. Yeah. Every time I see someone like that, when I see, uh, what's that, what's the coach of the 1980 hockey team that beat not only Herb the Soviet Brooks. Union, Herb Brooks, and I see those young men mm -hmm. who did the impossible, I am shamed. I'm shamed because yeah. ain't done it yet. 
You gotta understand. You gotta be. You gotta. You gotta see who you are. When when remember in 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 um, three hundred when he's got the spear and the wolf yeah. is coming at him and he's alone in the wilderness and yeah. freezing, ah, oh, and he's <laughs> he focuses his eyes and he's ready to meet his maker. Yeah, but he gets that spear in the way. Mm. Sure, and he comes back wearing the wolf's pelt. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. He wasn't eating. Yeah. Uh, the chicken sandwich from Burger King, okay? You know, some people want to just curl up under a blanket and kitty order cat. pepperoni pizza. You kitty cat, all right? Now, you kitty cat. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that's the bad thing. And I'm not saying I don't have major neurosis and I don't have major problems. I'm mm, just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that I feel like the wolf is waiting and yeah, my spear must it. be sharp. I get all that. Everybody's Johnny Rambo. But, you know, when you hit... When you're in your 20s and 30s, this is quite a long time ago for you, um, but when you're in your 20s and 30s, yeah. though, you do have that, I think you do have that wherewithal, that passion to be like me against the world. I think any- Do we anybody, get to win this time, sir? Anybody this time it's up to you, John. that. This time it's up to you, John. Remember that where that's from? <laughs> yes. Do we get to win this time, sir? This time it's up to you, John. You know where that's from? I don't. Rambo 2, bro. Oh. Rambo 2. I probably could have guessed that. It's not first blood. No, first blood. Two. No, that was the second blood. Oh God, Steve, how are you not two hundred and eighty pounds? I don't know. He's got I good have genetics. the metabolism of a hummingbird. Good genetics. Oh boy. Um. Well, See, now how do you feel? What's going on on your insides? On my ins. Yeah. Well, I think my intestines are saying fuck off. Yeah. My tummy uh, has some bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> tummy bubbles. You got tummy um, bubbles. But I'll tell you this. I eat so horribly. My wife, two years ago, says, you've got to stop eating like this. It can't be healthy. you got to see the doctor. Yeah. And have a, a full-on health check. Yeah. So I went to the doctor. He took, he drew my blood. He did all the, you know, dialysis and all that stuff, you know, whatever, just blood tests, blood work. I got the, um, and this happened two years ago and last year. Because my wife was like, this can't be. So the doctor gave me the report and he said, just keep doing what you're doing. It looks like you're doing okay. And it was like a free license. And my wife's like, no, it backfired already. She's like, no, this isn't what's supposed to happen. I was well, like, well, you see the paperwork. Everything's okay. I think you'll live a long time. I don't think eating junk food like that's going to kill you. I actually think that the most healthy thing you do mm -hmm. is you sleep. And you And <laughs> that's incredible. Your body sleeps it off. and But also... Also, I got to sleep it off. You sleep it off. I, I, I had a number one with an apple pie. It's like, well, doctor's orders, baby. I got to, yeah. uh, can you take the kids to bed? I can't take the kids. I got to, good night. I got to wake <laughs> up in the afternoon. I got to wake up in the afternoon. <laughs> but you love what you do. I love it. And you love your family and you live a righteous yes. life. You're yes. not lying in any, actually, you see, there's no lying going on in your life. Right. You don't, you don't lie to yourself or others. So what happens right. is you have no tension. You have, no, I believe that people that are lying, right. I believe people oh, that, tense, that yeah. well, if you, this is important because you, as you get older, you realize this. If you're lying about something in your life, right? if you're lying to yourself, right. if you're lying to other people, mm -hmm. I don't give a, unless you're a sociopath. Yeah. That will fuck with your health. It will fuck with your body. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because you're you're just not you're not expressing yourself honestly. Sure. You know, you're just not. Like one of the things they talk about why Miles Davis and Charlie Parker and Thelonious Monk and and Max Roach and and you know Muddy Waters and all these great 
musicians who were black. Sure. Why they had such an influence and why they were such, they created such works of genius. Part of it, and Louis Armstrong for that matter, part of it might have been, there's a theory that says, since you weren't allowed to speak your mind, right. since you weren't allowed to actually express yourself, mm -hmm. because as a black man, let's say, in, in, the, in this country, you'd get jailed or killed or silenced, whatever it was, you could express yourself through your horn. Sure. Through your voice. Billie Holiday could sing her sorrows away. Right. Her, her anxiety, her frustration or whatever. You know, so it's an interesting idea. It's an interesting thought. Like, you know, so, so that's what I'd say. So you can eat all the junk food you want. Uh, I think you'll live as long as anybody because Doctors you're a righteous orders. man. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but it's there not is just something about what you eat. For sure. I think when you're younger, and I was I was so much more active when I was younger, obviously playing a lot of hockey, and then you get caught up in, in you know, the job and everything, and especially with COVID. I took COVID as like a license to be like, well, fuck it. I, I'm not going to work. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not going on the road. I'll just eat like shit, and I, I really did. I took a deep dive. I'm the heaviest I've ever been, and I started getting back on track, and then something else will happen. I'll go on the road. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll just go. But well, you eat, I, you eat, you're a late night eater. He'll I stop am, uh, at McDonald's at 11 at night, 12 at night. Oh yeah. I mean, he'll stop there at, at one in the morning and be like, you know what? And come in with a Big Mac fries, a Coke. Yeah. Is it a Coke? You'll do a Coke late that late, late at night. Yeah. And go right to sleep. Like it won't wake me you up. You go right to it sleep. It won't keep me up. Yeah. yeah. Fourth meal. Yeah. You Talk do a fourth, fourth meal. meal. Yeah. yeah. You do fourth meal. And you wake up when you wake up. And I don't smoke pot. No, no, you don't. You wake up when you wake up. I wake now, were up you a Captain up. Crunch kind of guy when you were growing uh, peanut up? Peanut butter, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot Cut of the shit out of the roof of my mouth. Yeah, oh yeah, a okay. lot of a lot of cereal. That corn pops. Um, I would get Rice Krispies or Cheerios, but what I would take is I'd take like a tablespoon of sugar and and sprinkle it over it like it was snowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had your milk. Oh, I had my milk. It was the milk that kept you. The milk is really cereals, Rice Krispies, and all that is such horseshit. But the milk is is what saves American kids. Yeah, my but a son lot of people say bullshit because it's ultra pasteurized and it's not good. But yeah. back in the day, when you drank raw milk, when you you drank grass fed raw milk, you yeah. live on that pretty much. You live on <laughs> you live on potatoes and, and and cheese. Believe it or not. Yeah. Back in the day, you did that. Now, I'm fascinated with what it takes to live. If you eat a potato or yams with the with the skin on, mm -hmm. and then you have access to dairy, yep. you have access to raw grass fed milk or some raw grass fed cheese. Yeah, you live a long time. You got your fat, you got your protein, got your starch, yeah. and got your got your vitamin A and got your vitamin C. Believe it or not, and all that stuff. Yeah. What's the most nutritious root vegetable, Steve? The, the yam. From what I hear. Do, do you even want me to answer, or do you just? Want no, to I knew you wouldn't know it. I was going to say yam. I don't think so, because I heard you say the, the garnet. No, no, no. I was going to say, I, I was buying time, but it was in there. I don't believe that. I feel you're going to say something. You were like, the yarn. Can I tell you something? What? You're right. <laughs> I had no idea. You're right. I, I was going to say carrot, honestly. I know. You were going to say fucking carrot. Because a carrot essentially is kind of a root right yeah it's not kind of a root it's definitely a root Probably radish is, yeah those are those are they're mostly water and fiber though yeah i mean i guess there's carotene look up how nutritious a carrot is and then look up how nutritious a yam is oh yeah see what's going on with you now oh see what happens my body's working overtime yeah that's the problem <laughs>
<laughs> that's the problem. But this is this a is your pa- my pancreas. This is my pancreas. This is a delightful problem. My pancreas okay. is doing this, <sighs> and your pancreas <laughs> is like this. <sighs> I need help. I'm fucking exhausted. Fucking guy won't give us a break. No, but no. carrots are a particularly good source of beta carotene fiber. There you go. Vitamin K, boring. Potassium and antioxidants. Um. Right. Oh God. Well, see the- now you're gonna be doing this. <sighs> no, 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 oh. uh, no. I, I know. Yeah, you are. Okay, hold on. I'm. I'm gonna look at the date, and I know that in. I'm gonna notate this date. Yeah. Two weeks from now. Yeah. I will have lost ten to twelve pounds. This is a yam. Dude, I'm get how about back on track. Vitamin C. You got your vitamin B5. You got your magnesium. You got your manganese. You got potassium. You got your thionine. You got your copper. You got your folate. Can Jesus. I tell you something, and I'll make an honest admission right now? Yeah. I don't even know what a yam looks like. Can you, you, you show don't? me a picture of a yam? You don't? Oh, fuck. That looks horrible. Well, I mean, well, no, it's, a yam is horrible. A, that's, that's a yam. That's the shit you get in Chinese food, and you go, nah, that's going to the side. <laughs> For I'm sure. not eating that shit. Hold yeah. on. There's no a flavor yam is to also yam. Technically I guarantee a, it. There's like, no flavor. Put up potato, sweet potato. I mean, it's basically what a yam is. I don't fuck with sweet potatoes either. No? No, just give me the real deal. Come on, bro. Look. That's a beautiful, there's a sweet potato and there's a yam. No, that's like having a Diet Coke. They're both bad. Just just huh? give me the real shit. No, bro, those are good for you. Please <laughs> eat fuck, yams. Fuck a yam. Come on, dude. A yam can suck my dick. Come I don't on. want anything to do with a yam. Dude. If I see a yam on the other side of the street, I'm I'm, I'm crossing it. I'm going the other side. I don't Come, want a yam. Bro. <laughs> yam is boring as fuck. Come on, dude. That's the thing. Like when you eat this shit and you're healthy, like you feel good afterwards, but it, there's never like a moment where you're like, ah, oh, this is great. Yeah. I, I, have you ever had a yam like this is the best yam I've ever no no this guy this guy who does this this uh, you know uh, survival show he caught a he caught a, f- a a mouse a desert mouse in a trap and then he picked a bunch of like you know fucking uh, uh, cactus buds okay right? and then he dug a couple roots and they chopped all those up and put Just it in a, to in, a the mouse? Yeah, in a bark in a bark bowl with when then he skinned the mouse mm-hmm. gutted it roasted the mouse over like a, a a low sort of like smoky flame and then put that mouse cut up into the water and then he would boil it with the hot stones and he's yeah. like here's my mouse stew and you know it 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 probably sucked yeah it probably was, it's good that you have some protein, but at the end of the day- There's no problem. It sucked. Yeah. I will just tell you, it sucked. Yeah. You're eating cactus- you some mouse. You're eating cactus and mouse uh, soup. Yeah. I'll have, I'll have some cat. You want some cactus and mouse porridge? No. I've never been to a- Watch out for the, the thorns. The restaurants never- Yeah. You have potato league. Do you have uh, the mouse and cactus soup? Got some- uh, no, sir. We we don't want to violate health code violations. All right, you don't no. want any. You know, they're, they're cactus buds. Did I mentioned they're buds, and there's some roots. There's some Sonoran. It's some Sonoran desert root. How do you know that? Because I watched it on YouTube. Because <laughs> I'm going down the rabbit hole on how to tan hides, and I'm all about it. I don't what know why. What would you do with that mouse hide? Like when you're skinning a mouse, you're just chucking. I'll tell you There's what the no... Mongols did with mouse hides. How do you? Okay. I'll tell you what, what the Mongols did. Now, do you know much about the? Uh, no. Yeah, the Gobi Desert. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, how about how about where the I Mongols? I know it's a desert and it sucks and there's no water. Yeah, I mean the Tartar steppes, the, those areas. They're so fucking cold, dude. Eurasia, that area, yeah. this steppe area of Asia is so cold. It's it's it's, I mean, 
it's where they hunt with eagles. Okay? okay, you know this? Bring up Mongolian eagle hunters. Just bring them up. Can I tell you, I've been to Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, that's which, that's the area. Which is where like Russia meets Asia. Yeah. And I'm telling you this right now, I saw some of the hottest women yes. I've ever seen. In my, there was a girl that was in Kyrgyzstan that worked at McDonald's. Yes. On a, and I was like, she's a fucking supermodel. Yeah. And she's working at Mickey D's. Well, they're a mixture of Asian and 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 Mongolian and you know, well, they're they're and a Russians. mixture of they're Russian. They're 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 white, Asian. They're tall. They're yeah. beautiful. They're gorgeous. Well, I was I was we stopped at Kyrgyzstan. Yeah. On our way to do the USO tour, and uh, yes, I saw that. And some of the contractors, the Americans, had girlfriends. Yeah. In Kyrgyzstan, and they are all probably getting treated like shit by these fat, dopey Americans. That are over there. They don't realize that. Like she's a fucking ten. Yeah, but they're not. They're not fat, and they're not so dopey. These guys are all ex special ops guys, so they they're pretty muscular, tall, and handsome. Though, are yeah, yeah. Some of them maybe, but but uh, but now now take a look at that guy right there. Um, that that guy's a that guy's wearing that's a man. I, that's wolf. He's wearing a wolf jacket. All right, and that's a golden <laughs> eagle. Now. They hunt. They hunt everything from fox to small wolves. With that, to even deer, certainly rabbits. And what they do is that's how they get their food. Okay, <laughs> that's how they get their food. Now the Mongols. Now the horse. The horse. See that that region. The yeah. horse is indigenous to that region. Okay, it's a type of horse. Okay, and they were the first they think to domesticate horses in that part of the world. And one of the things that made the Mongols so fucking hard to fight was that they were they grew up on horses, mm -hmm. and they also used stirrups, and so they could aim their bows at you, their bow and arrow, and kill you. And they used to hunt by by essentially using their horses to get the animals that they were hunting, whether they were the sort of the, the antelope or the deer or whatever, and they would kind of like corral them into one area against like a wall, a stone wall mm -hmm. or whatever, and then they would shoot them with their bows and arrows. They did the same thing with their enemies. Steve, how did they live? How did they live without water out there? What did they do? Uh, that is an amazing picture. Uh, uh, what did they do? They would drink their horse's blood and their horse's milk. They lived, yeah. they would tap the horse's vein and literally drink the horse's blood. So when you've chased them through the desert, they'd be drinking their horse's blood. You had to bring water with you. So they don't fuck around. Now, now that's basically the Mongols' so ancestry. Uh, ancestry. Yeah. When you live on blood and curdled, curdled mare's milk, that's fucking it's disgusting. it's yeah you're gonna be very tough though now that's in times <laughs> of desperate measures but let me finish this the mongols used to use they would use field mice they would catch field mice i don't know how they did it and then they would they would sew the pelts they would sew the pelts together and create a jacket or a blanket so you know out there they live off of their they live off the fur Look at that fucking. I mean, eagle. how many fucking mice would you have to kill to make a fucking? Uh, That's crazy. A shitload. Life, <laughs> life wasn't hard. Life wasn't hard. That is your. I, I assume that in another lifetime, this would be your fantasy. <laughs> no, there's nothing worse than to living wear that way. Fox it's too harsh. Pelts. It's too harsh, man. It's too fucking harsh to live that way. It's why the. And, it's and, perspective, though. I'm sure if you were born and raised under the duress of 
you know, having to live off the land like that, you just get used to it. Not really. I don't know that you get used to it. You certainly get very hard and you get very tough, tougher than, you know, you can, you deal with the cold better. You deal with not eating a lot better. Right. You deal with a very restricted diet. You deal with boredom. You deal with, you deal with the fact that you don't have a lot to do in general, uh, that, that every, everything just survival is a 24 hour a but, day job. Okay. Let me ask you this. So these are, it's obviously tribal, but I assume that some of them could be like, you know what? It's got to be a choice, right? No, not like, if you're for nomadic. Some of them, it's got to be like, like in this day and age, you could hop on a horse nowadays and go somewhere where you're like, I, I, running water and electricity. Yeah, yes. I'll do this. Yeah, nowadays that's a choice for someone. That guy, yeah, he's probably 26. Yeah, he's, he looks like shit. Yeah, yeah, your face gets weathered. Yeah, yeah, you go, you go deep, but but um. The, the one cool thing, I mean, I, I would imagine those guys who are eagle hunters are just as eccentric as people who hunt with hawks here. It's not like everybody does that. They're oh, it's very like swamp people. people, but like in Mongolia. Probably. Probably. But that's a choice these That's days. a golden eagle, though. What a fucking bird, dude. A bird will, f you don't want to mess with an eagle. No. They do what they want. <laughs> okay. But isn't that crazy? That's they, it's, Yeah. I mean, I think what's crazy is the choice to live that way. But then again, maybe it's wonderful because well, you don't they didn't have, have they didn't have a choice. All this horseshit. They didn't have a choice when they were. I mean, I'm talking no, about back yeah, in the yeah. day, centuries ago. But yeah. the Chinese knew that that there was something about that lifestyle that that that, that sort of like nomadic tribal lifestyle on a, on a terrain that harsh that created a very very aggressive, hard human sure. being. And so the Chinese had a policy of keeping the Mongols uh, uh, fractured. They didn't want them unifying. Right. It was Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan, Temuchin, <laughs> I believe was his first name. Right. Temuchin. Temuchin. <laughs> my, Mongol, my ancient Mongolian is not as good as it used to be. Right. Temuchin, uh, who killed his own brother when he was 11 because his brother stole a chicken from him. So he... Killed him with a bow and arrow, and his mother issues. his mother called him her little monster. <laughs> he, he yeah. was also born. The legend goes with two blood clots in his clenched fists. Yeah, and the and the shaman, the soothsayer, right. when he looked down on Temuchin, aka Genghis Khan's body, he said, "This will be a great warrior." And everyone else around him said, "Oh, he was our punishment. He was God's punishment for our sins." Because no bigger asshole on the planet ever lived mm -hmm. like Genghis Khan. That's like propaganda shit, though. That sounds like some North Korean shit. Like nope. Kim Jong Un nope. golfed nope. for he the was, first time and had he was 19, the, nope. like 18 hole-in-ones or something like that. He was it's the like, biggest piece of shit, and he yeah. was a child killer and a rapist. The Mongols were the biggest, worst rapists of all time oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. So their, their gene pool... Went everywhere. That's why in Kyrgyzstan they look Asian. That's yeah. you know. Well, Genghis Khan killed. Uh, how many people did Hitler kill? And then, like Genghis Khan, it was that much more. I know that. Well, we don't know, but they they think that his. The, the, we do know what the Mongols. Every every peoples from the Russians to right. the Turkmen to any of them have stories of the Mongolians and right. what they did. So we know that their their reach was ex the only thing that stopped them was areas where their horses couldn't graze. Right. They needed grazing lands, but they they couldn't get the mountains kind of fucked them up and stuff. 
I'll tell you this, as soon as this is done, I'm going to go to Google and research where I can find some Mongolian beef because I'm getting really hungry from this conversation. You can do that. I'm going right to P.F. Chang's. And you can listen to The Wrath of the Khan by Dan Carlin. I've read a number of books it's Star on- Star Trek too, right? The Wrath nope, of the Khan? Nope, but I like, I like your attitude. I like your attitude. I want to apologize for this little table in front of us and all that trash on there. I'm moving this. Um, I'll help you. It wasn't in the shot. The great leaders, the great <laughs> no, leaders, oh, it wasn't? Okay, no. never mind. The great leaders uh, from Napoleon to, yeah. the great war leaders from Napoleon to Genghis Khan to Hannibal, all of them the biggest assholes on the planet. Well, murderers. Patton, yeah. I mean, Patton, yeah, Patton believed he was reincarnated. Yeah. Patton thought he was the reincarnation of Caesar. Yeah. etc. Fucking that's one of the greatest films. It is an epic film. Oh. You think about when it was filmed. Incredible. That, Lawrence of Arabia, all those films. Oh. It just Those are Hollywood epics in terms oh of scope God. and story. And the story, I saw Mutiny on the Bounty. Uh, Amazing. And, and you're like, this film was filmed. Can you look up the year that Mutiny on the Bounty was filmed? And you're like, they just in terms of, Technology and all that other stuff. Had to be it's in the 50s, right? That they, 1935. Oh, 1935. Fuck. Wow. 1935 That's they filmed amazing. that with Clark Gable. Yeah. And it still holds up and it's fucking amazing. You don't Because it's proof positive that, that story is paramount to anything else. It's all about story. It's true. It's and we never get story. tired of story. We never no. get tired of... Was it, it says the actor was Marlon Brando. But we never get tired. But that wasn't thirty-five, was it? No, that was later on. That was they they they, made, they did a lot of they did a bunch of different um, versions of Mutiny in nineteen sixty-two. Yeah, that was with Brando. Yeah, that's the, the first one, I one saw, uh, in thirty-five. I believe was Clark Gable. Yeah, but um, like, yeah. But I do want to bring this up in terms of like, you know, there all this talk about cultural appropriation. There's actors in Hollywood that can only play certain roles because. Um, of their identity and I've I've gotten my children privy to MGM musicals because they're just yeah they aesthetically look beautiful they're fun there's great music the kids love them and I know they'll grow out of it at some point but I got HBO Max recently and just going down a rabbit hole and they have all the Looney Tunes on it and my son has been watching all these Looney Tunes and he loves it yeah loves it even with all the computer animated stuff and all this stuff and actually, season three of Sullivan and Son, we filmed on the Warner Brothers lot. Our offices were in a office where it had um, light. The light was going like there would be windows here and then a 45 degree angle um, all along the building. So they would let light in. And we thought, well, why is this set up this way as opposed to the other offices? And they said it was for the animators in the 40s at Warner Brothers to draw all those Looney Tunes. And so it provided a lot of great sunlight for the animators. Uh, And it was positioned a certain way, facing the sun, all that stuff. And so I was thinking, Mel Blanc... It's because, it's funny you say that because Miyamoto Musashi used to, uh, he used to position his opponents so that they were looking into the sun. So it's very hard to fight somebody with a sword when you're being blinded by the sun. So, and when I fight on the street or anywhere... I will always, I will always circle until your, until the sun <laughs> is in your fucking eyes. So it's just funny how 
animators and street fighters have the same considerations <laughs> right yeah and that's why you never fight anybody between the hours of 11 till 3 that that's you want to fight at the magic hour no so i fight i that's beaming. i know i want to fight Who i want to fight there? well no i want to fight i see what you're saying but no i, I, I want to fight in between 11 and 3 because even though the the, the the sun is beaming what i do is i i, I get your face in the sun and then i perch up on something i perch up on a small step ladder so you're looking up at me okay okay the hero shot yeah yeah all right yeah and then i fight you from there and then i i have to lift my, my leg just 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 so to kick you in the fucking jaw even though even though believe me fucking believe me i can kick you in the jaw from the ground please believe that believe that okay okay back to my point Sorry. mel blank um, I was fascinated at Mel Blanc. I went down kind of a rabbit hole. This guy voiced one man, virtually did all the voices in the Looney Tunes. Of Pepe Le Pew, here's, Donald here's Duck. Did. did you see that Pepe Le Pew got canceled? I know, what a surprise. Yeah, he so got ridiculous. canceled because he, yeah, he's he a skunk. It's a skunk. Yeah, it's and these skunk. motherfuckers, are, these mother, who is deciding this? And why the fuck can't people Times like me be like, fuck you, no. Fuck the New York Times. I guess he was in Space fuck Jam. Fuck those journalists and fuck their point of view. Why can't I? Why can't we have that? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. He was in Space Jam too, and I guess they like someone viewed the movie and said that his character was like super offensive. It's and so they a, went back to the, all of it and they were bitches. like, oh, here's, he, where, here's where we are. So everybody's got time to worry about this shit, right? Yeah. Everybody's a victim. Everybody's holding a magnifying glass up, and and this because they this haven't country, been doing anything. In this country, it's all about white privilege, white privilege. These conversations are happening because of American privilege. Yeah, exactly. That's what this is it's about. It's American privilege. We are so fucking spoiled in this goddamn country. Try being a I'm Mongol. I'm eating this shit every day, not being healthy. <laughs> yeah. Our health insurance is up because of people like me. Uh, COVID rates are sky high. 78% of people that have been hospitalized under the age of 65, it's been because they have, they're overweight. Yeah. They're the ones going to the hospital. You mean and from with COVID? With the COVID? That's right. That the media could have said, get off your fucking couches, stop eating like shit. No, you can't and fat get shame America, people. But you can't fat shame people. This is all American privilege. God damn it. If eyes can change, then yous can change. Then we can all everybody change. Everybody can change. <laughs> yeah. But it's, 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 it's so true, though. It's like, so we know that when you're overweight or, or obese, COVID can kill you. So, but you can't say people shouldn't be eating so much because right. you're fat shaming them. So you right. can't tell the truth. But the truth yeah. is, if you eat like shit and you're celebrating people who are heavy, that's not good for their health and it's doing them a disservice and it's doing all of us a disservice. And yes, you're right. COVID kills fat people faster than it kills people yeah. who are in shape. Fact, scientific fact, okay? And then what was the other thing you were talking about? Um, oh yeah, um, um, uh, Pepe Le Pew and how, yes. how these things get canceled. It's like... He appropriates rape culture, apparently. He appropriates rape culture. Yeah. Well, I Instead disagree. Instead of him being a heavy flirt and, you know, baby, it's cold outside. 
is a song that's banned on the radio. But, but we can't stand for this. Why is why is the New York Times all those those people who don't live in the real world? You, these people who are complaining about this have never suffered a day in their fucking life. They've never gone hungry. They've never. They're they privileged. The they are privileged Americans. Yeah. They should travel a little bit the way, grow up the way I did, where I saw real poverty. They've never seen. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just don't. It's they're a bunch privileged of Americans. Indoor cats in cubicles yeah. bitching about the world. Who've had Higher education, fucking New York City. Snooty, snooty elite journalists who came out of Ivy League schools who've never lived in the real fucking world, and they're all in their own little echo chamber writing horseshit. The problem is, gutless, spineless corporations fucking listen to them. And when are we going to stop? When are we going to stop letting these these crazies hijack? What makes our country funny and awesome and different? And yeah, maybe a little fucking risque. You know, but we're not because people are people people are afraid no, every, to speak every, every, Everybody wants to get tribal these days. And the unfortunate thing about going tribal is that we get further and further away from the things that actually bring us together and unite us. And that to me is the most dispiriting thing. The last time I saw this country truly unified was nine eleven. And ever since then I thought Okay, this is great. This is this is good. The country's got each other's back, and we're respecting each other and appreciating one another's differences. And it, in literally twenty years, it's fucking gone. It's absolutely gone, and it's only getting worse. But it's up to hopefully, folks like ourselves that are preaching uni- unity and appreciation of each other and respect for the flag and all those other things. Hopefully, that can come back in a fashion. I hope to live to see that. Ironically, you can blame Trump. Ironically, Trump had such a polarizing effect that he just threw people to the extreme on the other side. He galvanized an opposition that just is is out of their minds. Yeah. So Trump actually put people into a siege mentality who are already, you know, not into him. So, you know, that's the irony. Well, I, I will say that in this day and age, somebody like Mel Blanc would have a probably been canceled and be never been able to do all the work he did. He and was incredible. Bugs Bunny, he based Bugs Jesus. Bunny off of a voice in the Bronx. Uh, Sylvester the Cat, Porky Pig, Pepe Le Pew. He's not French. He can't fucking do it. Uh, Dino, Barney Rubble from the Flintstones, Tweety Bird, Woody Woodpecker, Damn. Foghorn Leghorn, Marvin the Martian, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam, Tasmanian Devil. He's never from Tasmania. Daffy Duck, Speedy Gonzalez. He's not Mexican. Why is he doing this? Twiggy from Buck Rogers, and the list goes That's on in, and That on is incredible. Those are all iconic characters. And he did all of them? He did all of those and more. He uh, Apparently, he did up to a thousand. It was over a thousand voices over the course of his career. Ma- and you bring put up any Mel of those Blank, on a t-shirt, dude. put on any of those on a t-shirt, and you'll you'll know him, and you know the voice, and that was all him. Dude, that's so, so, so let me ask you a question. If somebody like him wouldn't be able to work these days because somebody in Hollywood would say, well, he's not Mexican. He can't do Speedy Gonzalez. He's, he's not French. He can't do Pepe Le Pew. He's not Southern. He can't do Yosemite Sam or Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. He and was only the greatest ever. Why not appreciate talent or the best person for the job? As oh, because that's not what it's about. Shoehorning. Yeah. That's not what it's about. It's about it's about enforcing equality, which is hilarious. Has never worked in the history of the world, but it's also immoral. Like that guy is the best. You get that guy. Can you imagine a world without that guy? Fuck. And and, and Damn, if you have incredible. a chance, Google Google um, Mel Blanc on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, and Jack Benny was on there as well, a comedy pioneer in his own right. And Mel Blanc and 
um, Jack Benny. and Jack Benny did a radio program together, the Jack Benny program. And there's a great story about Mel Blanc and how they would they were live on the radio, and Jack Benny had his writers write in a horse, but it was a British horse, and so they they were thinking, okay, he's we're gonna stump him, or he's just gonna make a normal horse noise, and he made a British Anthony, look, horse noise, and it was so he made a British horse noise, he made the horse British in the sound clip, and it is so goddamn funny. Yeah, is that on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Yeah, I watched it the other day. I want to see this Mel um, Blanc. British horse. Oh, there we go. But Jack Benny's uh, the panel guest with... Um, what a genius, bro. A thousand voices. Like, what yeah. a genius. It's so hard to do voices. <laughs> God, he's phenomenal. It's got to be coming up, right? God yeah, damn, I think phenomenal. it's the last story he tells. My God. He's such a genius. Can we play this without getting flagged? What a genius. <laughs> what a fucking genius man that's, that's oh. <laughs> like he's just look you know I, I this is what i always say yeah. i always say somebody's got to be the best yeah somebody's got to be the best of sure. all time that guy's the best of all time. The best of all Somebody's time. Somebody's got to be the best of all time. And the problem, again, when you have this crazy ideology, mm -hmm. you're not going to have people like that. You're going to keep people like that down. You're not going to have the best of all time. That dude is part of the American story. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, Find out where he's know, from, What's his what his background is. I believe he was born in San Francisco. He was born in California. I do know that. Um, San but, Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. What's his nationality? I want to find out. But go on. I'm listening. What were you saying? I think he's Jewish. Yeah, Jewish. So Jewish back then. Okay. And if you if you look at what, what it was like to be Jewish, you know, he his he probably remembers, oh, I don't know, something Not called easy. World War Two. Yeah, he yep. was Jewish. World War Two when six million Jews were killed. It's just unbelievable, man. So this is a story about people like like the Jews who were oppressed and who who had a very hard time for most of their history coming to the United States and doing incredible shit. So, well, there there was a there was a documentary that came out a few years ago called The Problem with Apu. 
and it was about the character Apu on The Simpsons and why it's damaging oh, yeah. to Indian stereotypes. And yeah, I remember. Y- you know, and basically got picked up. It got some write ups, and and I, I forget the comic's name, but it was a comedian that um, uh, did the voice. No, no, no. It was, I think it was um, oh God, who did Apu's voice? It's um, he does so many voices. He's a really talented guy. He uh, I don't know. God damn it. So, anyways, hey, dude, yeah, <laughs> maybe look up who a poo is. Hank Azaria, oh, that's right. Hank Azaria, okay. So Hank Azaria does does the voice. Now he said, you know, I'm not going to do the voice anymore. And Fuck. I think that they eliminated the character from The Simpsons. Yeah. And what's sad is that it's like I get it. I totally get it as someone who's of Asian descent. Like, I get that you maybe don't want these stereotypes out there in the world. But I think in the world of comedy, especially, you bring levity to things. And and maybe it's up to him to create to create something better or more meaningful but, but than a lot of East destroying Indians, that. But a lot of East Indians here's, do own Here's the thing, okay? They so, just do. There was a 60 Minutes piece that came out maybe two years ago. And they were talking about how much like Asians with dry cleaners, oh, it's a stereotype, but it's true. And the Indian families were coming here to the United States and they were doing something about the dissemination of ownership of Dunkin' Donuts properties across the Eastern seaboard. And what happened is an Indian family would come, uh, they'd own that Dunkin' Donuts, and then they would invite their family members over. Yeah. Family members would train there. And then Dunkin' Donuts had a program that if you work here so long, we'll give you some grants. But then the family kicked in. And then boom, now you have a second you one. Buy, a you buy one, another and franchise. One. And now these families, these yeah. Indians, were all doing it all along the Eastern Seaboard. Yeah. So as much as I get you don't want to perpetrate the stereotype of quickie marts or whatever, there's a reality based in that as well. Yes. That's exactly right. It's it's what Koreans did with with their with their bodegas and stuff. It's what yeah. a lot of ethnic groups do. They they would in order for you to gain citizenship, you had to have a job or you had to own a business. So they right. would tra- they would give that business to another family and then move to another and start a second one. Right. So so that family would save up money and that's how they that's how they climbed the economic ladder and it worked. And it, it was worked. an amazing way and to by do the way, it. There is the stereotype that Asians are dry cleaners. My mother yeah. has two sisters that own dry cleaners. Yeah. In New Jersey. A lot of Koreans, a lot of Koreans own dry cleaning businesses. Yes. Yes. So as much as I would like to say that that doesn't happen, we're better than this, we're bigger than this, it's a stepping stone. It's mm-hmm. a stepping stone to the American dream. And my parents and my um my other cousins' parents. My aunts and uncles, they came here for a better life for their kids, and they got these jobs, and they didn't work in factories. They wanted to own a business on their own, and they have, and they're better for it. Yeah, but and also, so the, we. And, and, and remember, this, the, the, the fucking the, the, um, motivation is that you might be a multimillionaire one day. Yeah. Like, the, 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 you may not be rich today, but you can be rich tomorrow if you have a good idea or you build a business. Yes. That's the point. So you can't take that shit away. And keep in mind too, my my aunts and uncles, when they came over here, even my mother, none of them spoke English. Yeah, none of them. Did spoke you grow English. up eating Korean food? Yes, when I was much younger, and then as my mother got you know immersed in American culture and everything, huh. she learned to cook more and more. But I, I remember our home in Freehold. I was born in Freehold, New Jersey. My cousins all lived in Freehold, but I lived in Manalapin right next to it. And so our home was almost like this underground railroad 
for Koreans coming over because my father met my mother in the army and actually on a USO tour got to perform at the base that they met at and fell in love at my mother was a, uh, a waitress there on, on base so so one by one these families would come over and live with us I think five or six times and throughout from the time I was I believe four until I was seven or eight we had families come over and they would stay with us they'd get their footing they'd eventually get an apartment and they worked in factories. My mother and her uh, sisters all worked in light bulb factories, uh, crack, animal cracker factories. Top and shit. then slowly over time, graveyard shifts, they Koreans started learning as, English. Koreans are tough as fuck. And then they eventually ended up getting their own businesses. I would say within five to 10 years, all of them. Dry cleaning, then uh, printing photos, um, you know, back when you had to get your film developed. And uh, and they're all doing pretty darn well now. But like, did you grow up with? Um, did your did you know your mother's family from Korea? Oh, well, they all came over. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah, there was only one. One of my uncles stayed in Korea. So were you doted on by the Korean like relatives? Not really. No. no. I mean, we're all treated equally. I I always thought it was weird because when my cousin, I remember my cousin Hyun, came over the first day, I thought, oh great, this is. It's going to be awesome. I have a Korean cousin and he's a boy and he's going to stay with us. He kept throwing up ramen noodles all over the yard because I guess he wasn't used to the water. And I thought that the I thought it was worms. And I was like, I'd never seen this before. Fuck. And my cousin was throwing up ramen. Why was he throwing I, up ramen noodles? Because I think he wasn't used to the water, I guess, in America or something. Damn. But, like having purified clean And you don't water. speak a goddamn word of Korean? I did when I was younger. And obviously, as you get older, you, language is just like Do you understand a lot of it? No. Nope. Sure don't. Yeah. Your mom didn't speak Korean to you. She did when I was younger. But again, like I think I told you this before, when I was... In grade school, I would come home and finish my homework, and then I'd help my mother with her homework because she wanted to learn English. And up until maybe three or four years ago, she was still taking English classes every Damn. day. Yeah. How's her English? Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't have an ear for languages. Very, very accented. Very thick really? accent. You would think she got here three or four Does years ago. Does your mom ago. smoke? No, but all my uncles did. Yeah. And they would do the Asian squat uh -huh. and just chain smoke. A lot smoke. of smoking going on. A lot of smoking. A lot of smoking going on among Korean immigrants. Here's the thing. My Chinese grandfather, immigrants. I remember my grandfather was in his 80s when he came here, okay? Now, my mother came from a royal family. And essentially, it's called Seoul. It's a very uncommon name in the Korean culture. S-O-L, Seoul. And it comes from royalty, and eventually the elder statesman of the Seoul family gambled all of his earnings away, Damn. crippling the family and putting them into poverty. Damn. My grandmother's, my, my, my mother was one of those families, obviously. But I remember my grandfather coming over at the age of 80, and we lived about a mile and a half from the strip mall where my father had a sporting goods store and a fish market. So I would drive at four or five in the morning with my father to New York City so he could buy fish and bring it down to the store, okay? And I would always listen to uh, Sinatra in New York, New York, and you know, hearing that on WNEW. But anyways, uh, my grandfather would leave our home and walk a mile and a half at 80, hunched over, and what he would do is he would go through the whole strip mall and collect all the garbage and throw it away, and then he'd walk back home. Wow. And he had nothing to do with the rest of the strip mall he just wanted the strip mall that my father had two businesses at to look clean he went through the whole parking lot he spent two hours a day doing that and then he'd walk back fuck man so you're squatting 
You're squatting. You're squatting. And you're walking. You're chain smoking. And you're chain smoking. And you're 80. If he didn't do that, he would have died at 60. But he, what time, how old did he live till? How old was he? In his 80s and then he passed. Yeah. yeah he but, didn't live in the States too long. But I, without I'll never smoking, he probably would have lived uh, even longer. You yeah. take your walk and you pick up garbage. That's it. That's it. That, that's you're probably he probably kept his back straight, went down into a deep frog squat. I'm just <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm guessing so that his yeah. so that what's it called? His pelvic shelf. His pelvic shelf what? was open and his testosterone kept kept it real. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And you know, as the Chinese say, not the Koreans, but the Chinese say, you're only as old as your fucking spine. All right. That's what they say. Yeah. So I've how flexible? I've never seen that. How flexible is your spine? Yeah. All right. It's awesome that you're a certain age. How flexibility is what you lose, dude. I keep telling you yeah. that. Now, daddy, daddy did lots of leg shit, and then he went and sprinted mm-hmm. and did some hops in the sand, as you know, with the NFL players. Yep. With um, you asked me if I wanted to go. Yep. And what did I say? Well, Dante Bettis, who's a wide receiver for the. What uh, did I say? You said videotape it for me. Immediately no. Yeah. Immediately immediately no. no. Well, you were smart because what daddy decided to do at 54 was to go and run sprints with um, Jalen Richard, or Richard, who is uh, the running back for the uh, Raiders. Right. The running back, uh, playing sixth year in the NFL. Deion Jordan. The uh the the great Deion Jordan, yeah. who's two sixty six seven, and he plays for the um 49ers. He's a defensive end, sir. Yeah, he's a he's I think he was first round draft pick. Yeah, and then you got you got um Dante Bettis, who is a human kangaroo. Right, I've never seen anybody. We were doing hops. He was in sand. He was he was defying the curvature of the earth. He was getting hang time in sand. And then and then we did a sprint. We did a 100-yard sprint. And it's on video. I'm going to post it. My girlfriend posted it. And Let's just say it's embarrassing. Dude, I'm telling you. You're not I, the same species. Dude, I ran as fast as I could. No, I saw it. And, and, and when I was at the 50-yard line, he was in the end zone. Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating. And so now, now my legs, for all that effort and that humiliation, <laughs> are, my are fucking legs up, yeah. are 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 not doing so well. Yeah, well, uh, that's what I knew. And at, I at, kept staring at his legs. I have a very short femur bone. Yeah, he has a very long femur bone. I'm a piece of shit. Would <laughs> you shut up? I'm not an athlete. You are an athlete. I'm I've not an you. athlete. Yes. You're athletic in terms of. There's a difference between being a professional athlete and athletic. Yeah, well, that that's guy's the top. That's the one percent of the one percent. Yeah, that's, that's the one percent of the one percent. You're right. Oh, here we go. Look at me running. Look at me. Look at me. I can't even get my legs up. Callan, you look like you look like a woman that got her purse stolen. Let's watch it again. It's so depressing. Do you see this, Anthony? It's so fucking depressing. Look at that. There, there's there. there look at Bess. <laughs> look at him take off. And I'm running, man. Look at Be- look at Why look at Pettis. Finish, Dante Pettis, Pettis. Just walk to your car. Get your car keys out. Walk to your car, dude. It's so. Let's watch it one more time so I can hate myself. Dude, right there. Yeah, he just takes off and he beats everybody. Look how he takes off from even like, I mean, he crushes everybody, dude. If that's Nobody a house does fire. It. There's one. There's one victim, and it's you. I suck, dude. I'm an old man. Brian, fucking kick your legs higher and move your... I need to do it again because I think I can do better than that. Brian, you're still going to lose. 
I got to keep my legs. I got to kick my legs higher. I just haven't sprinted in a while. I'm going to kick my legs higher yeah, and it. I'm going to move my arms better. And you're right. going to see they're something. They're professional athletes. They run every single day of their goddamn and they're, life. And they're they 26. 15. And they're 26. Yeah. And I'm 54. So the dream is over. The you're dream's not competing. over. <laughs> and that's why I immediately said no. Steve, do you want it? Nope. They're NF. Nope. Even my kids said, they go, they go, I said, do why? you want to come sprint with us? My kids go, no. And my son goes, no. And I go, why? And he goes, he's nine. He goes, because it's embarrassing. <laughs> that's, that's what, what they said. That's so my kids knew better than me. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I had a great time on this episode. Did you enjoy our cornucopia? No, I don't of- feel good. Really? Sure don't. And you're I all great. I'm ready to play tennis. I would go play tennis with you right now. I'd play tennis me. with you, but you know. I could feel great. I could run through a wall. Well, I could run through a wall. Um, Did we talk for an hour and a half? That's impressive. I'd say 10 minutes of it was Mel Blanc. Yeah, a lot was Mel Blanc. We could just trim and put that part in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I was doing when you guys... Yeah. Got it. Okay. All right, well, we did it. We did it. Um... Anything else to talk about? Anything else to touch on? Any other subjects? I think we're good. Uh, Follow me on social media. Everything is at Steve Byrne Live, B-Y-R-N-E, and you can find my tour dates. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, God.